Welcome to Upchuck Theater. We watch the nonsense so you don't have to. With Justin Hummel, Rob Mikowski, and Aaron Krieger, we spare no film on our vomitous scale. Come waste an hour or so of your life so you don't waste another one. Sit back, relax, and throw up. They are America's first line of defense. Best of friends. Sorry, Captain. Snap of the earth. Here we go. Fierce competitors. Very nicely done. Almost as good as me. Ready to protect our nation against any threat. Carrying the nukes. You love having the power of God at your fingertips. Not tonight, buddy. But what if the enemy is one of them? What the hell are you doing? A broken arrow. A broken what? That's what we call it when we lose a nuclear weapon. I don't know what's scarier, losing nuclear weapons, but that it happens so often there's actually a term for it. The only thing more dangerous than what he knows. They believe they've got an exposed core. They gotta send in a nuclear emergency search team. By the time they find us, we'll be gone. Is what he's prepared to do. $250 million by 0900 Utah time. If you have not. Good God. I don't know what the big deal is. I really don't. But there's one thing. Smile, boys. We're about to retire. He didn't count on. I know his mind works. You gotta let me go after him. Outstanding, Hale. That's the spirit. Would you mind not shooting at the thermonuclear weapons? And what are we doing? If you enter the wrong code three times, the nuke goes dead. Unless, of course, I already thought of that ahead of time. Just activated a nuclear warhead, my friend. The clock is ticking. Care for a Coke or something? John Travolta. You lose. Christian Slater. You're out of your mind. Yeah. Ain't it cool? Broken Arrow. A John Woo film. Ugh. <laughs> that was the trailer to Broken Arrow. Ugh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know where to start with this one. Uh, welcome to Upchuck Theater. I'm Dustin Hummel. Go, go ahead, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're I'm mesmerized. Still, still stunned by that trailer. I'm Rob Mikowski. I'm Aaron Greger. Oh, man. Ugh. Yeah. We, uh... This is the Broken Spirit episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> broken Arrow, Broken Spirit. This is, um... This is quite, quite an unfortunate turn of events after our first episode which we kind of in, we i think we enjoyed that movie because go, it, yeah. it was just ship, yeah. yeah it kept our attention this one uh i'm sorry friday night i i was falling asleep I, if you compare this to to gosha then yeah gosha was a great movie <laughs> by far and it, and it held our attention much better <sighs> 
Man, so this is in 1996. What I mean, is it action? Is it thriller? Is it what? What would you call action, it? An action? Oh, it's it's action yeah, film. Okay. I mean, you know, John Woo. There's a gun and an explosion <laughs> on the on the poster. You know, on the marquee. Uh, of course. You know, and uh, you know, John Travolta and Christian Slater are like you know morphed into each other. They've been like fused together on the poster. Back to back, with a with a kind of a, a what looks like a gay smile on Christian Slater's face, yeah, as opposed to John Travolta, who's just <laughs> this buck chin bothers me. Uh, Deacon's theme is come to me. <laughs> Oh my God! By the end of the movie, you will despise that theme. Yeah, well, 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 don't, don't, don't watch this. No, movie. don't, don't, no. don't ever watch this movie. No. This is the reason for this podcast. We deal yes. with the nonsense, so you don't have to. This is a tough one. Well, it's, it's, you know what, you know what? Let's start. Let's start here. So, you have an incredible mix of people on this film. You've got people who have gone on to do pretty big things. Uh, you know, whether it's someone like Delroy Lindo, who I suppose has never been considered a star, but does great work mm. and does really good movies and interesting movies. Right. And, you know, has worked with David Mamet and does all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, you've got Graham Yost, who wrote one of the best television shows, in my opinion, of all time, Justified. Uh, for the FX network, and when really? it, and when it was on, that was the best show on television to me. There was nothing that could beat it. Um, you know, you've got John Woo. I, I mean, hard boiled. Better tomorrow. I, better I, tomorrow. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I. I. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> with, tragedy of errors. We're flabbergasted. Hans Zimmer doing, uh, you know, doing Deacon's theme. Justin, if you could, you know. That will haunt your dreams. You will hate gaucho music. It is catchy. It is kind of catchy. It's catchy, but for all the wrong reasons. And that's why every time Travolta talks... They have to play it. So every time we speak about Travolta, we're going to need to cue that for this... (laughs) (laughs) So John Travolta plays Major Vic Deacons... And uh, Christian Slater is Captain Riley Hale, and they're pilots in the United States Air Force. Uh, and they're, uh, you know, they're flying a, uh, a B three stealth bomber, which is a fictional iteration of the B two Spirit. Okay. Okay. Um, I was gonna say, is that I factual? I don't know why they couldn't just be flying a B two Spirit. I don't. I don't know. And that thing looks straight up like something out of a sci-fi movie. The whole thing there looked like a like a like a uh, you know an, an adventure game, like a right. CD-ROM right. adventure game yeah. from the nineties. The, the cockpit in the B three was larger than our house. That's, <laughs> I mean, you That's totally true. You could have fit thirty people in that cockpit. Oh I mean, yeah. Oh god. And it looked ridiculous. It really did. Um, should we talk about the opening? Because I feel like that plays a huge part later on. Well, that's what, that's what we call in the writing business foreshadowing. <laughs> um, yeah. It couldn't have been more obvious, too. Like, okay, there's going to be a revisit to this theme later on. Yeah. I uh, Not once. Not twice. 
Not three times, but four times. Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it was. It was pretty much every time they could get a close up, and. Uh, <laughs> And Travolta's so smug and so arrogant. Well, in case you weren't aware, it was his decision to make his character that, you know, over the top. You know, he he, he, he chose to do that. That was a that was an acting choice. I I feel like he's been more over the top in other roles though. Cause that the- was that was not to me, that was not over the top. That was just hammy and it wasn't even like he was putting in effort. Um, one of my favorite scenes in the film later on is when he's doing his little um, terroristic can we, threat video. Can we, can <laughs> we play? Can, can we play his theme though? If oh, you're gonna talk oh yeah, about I'm him, sorry. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Here comes John Travolta. Watch can we out. Do that Deacon's theme. Thank you. Not, not, now re- restart. Okay. <laughs> so John Travolta <laughs> plays this horribly. Um, I, I guess you could call him egotistical, but to me, he doesn't have a personality. Like, he's just, he's a smug, he's smug. We'll, we'll say he's smug. I'm just smug, oh my god. Smug, oh my god, oh my Sandy. God. I mean, oh my god, I'm, I kidnapped the warhead. Oh my god, I got a oh, warhead. Two, oh, oh, oh my Whoa. god. And, uh, we're, we're going to the Church of Scientology, oh my god. <laughs> oh god. He, he's very smarmy. That's the word. Smarmy's he's very smarmy. No, 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 keep, keep the theme song. Oh, okay. Don't, don't stop. <laughs> okay. There and we um, we'll restart it because that's what they do every time he comes every time every he begins time. to speak. Yeah. Every time. Um, are we still talking about the boxing match? Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I jumped. It's ahead. integral. Well, I mean, they. It's tight. Yeah. I mean, he's just beating the piss Son out of, of Christian, Christian Slater. Slater. And barely tips and he, while he's. Oh well, yeah, and he does this all the time. They're not out of breath. They're oh. barely sweating. You know, and apparently they're betting money on this. They're betting twenty dollars consistently on this. Like, all the time. So, like, Christian Slater has no paycheck by the end of this, apparently. And then it turns very Top Gunny, right? Very And, like, it's all, you know, in the locker room, and John Travolta's teeth are as big as Val Kilmer's were, so I was just waiting for him to snap you, you know, doing that whole thing. (laughs) Well, he he does that little salute thing to himself. Sure does. I think he does that in real life, though. I mean, doesn't oh, probably, he? Probably, yeah. Got to. I mean, that's. If you're Don Travolta, you yeah, would too. I, uh, I mean. So we get out of there, and then they get, you know, they get their orders, right? They get told what they're doing, right? By an obvious person that John Travolta despises, right? Because he's smoking in front of him, <laughs> yeah, right? He's smoking in like every scene of the movie. Let's just call it yeah, like it is. A, yeah, you know, yeah. John Travolta comes out and. And he's got a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> you know, that's what uh, happens. That, that's that, the that's movie in a happens. nutshell. Yeah, See, pretty much. But here, here's the problem with John Travolta smoking. Folks, watch the trailer. Don't watch the movie. Watch the trailer. And I'm a former smoker, and I've never held my cigarette the way John Travolta holds it. I'm sorry. That just does not look right. Yeah, it's, it is it is a little feminine. Yeah. Little, <laughs> very, very feminine. Uh, that wasn't my problem with it. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, if he really smoked that much, he would have like stage four lung cancer. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So anyway, they get their orders that they have to go on a test 
mission with, with loaded nuclear warheads. Yeah. Never happens. No, no they're not, not. Not. And I can understand that they're going on a test run and that they're going to have a you know a fabricated payload. Mm-hmm. I can understand that they would load like dummy missiles with an equivalent weight and all that kind of thing. Like, like I, I get that because you know. Missiles are heavy, right? right. So, oh, yeah. you know, flight parameters. And everything. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But we've loaded thermonuclear <laughs> warheads. <laughs> two. Two. Yeah. Two thermonuclear yeah. warheads onto a plane for a test drive. Yeah. Which isn't explained at all. Well, Just a test. It's Utah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's Utah. Uh, I mean, Might as well. You know, it's already I, I, desolate. And- I don't get that either. Uh-huh. I mean, I can't imagine why you'd want to load real... Nuclear weapons. And, and not for nothing, though, but when Christian Slater's character is talking on the plane, this is like his third or fourth flight, right? He doesn't have enough flight time to actually be... Well, he's, well, well they're, both, they're both complaining about, you know, not getting promoted. Uh, right. And, right. you know, uh, Vic Deacons. Oh, theme song, Vic. Theme song. That's so Vic, Vic Deacons. Oh, um, there we go. <laughs> Oh man! Love he, it. You know, he's saying how you as know, he's smoking on a cigarette. <laughs> no, this is the one time he's not. But he's probably inhaling it through the hose like a bong. Um, oh, the vacuum. Mind. Yeah, the vacuum. Oh my god! But you know, he's he's lamenting how you know he'll he hasn't made. They're both talking about how he hasn't made Colonel yet, right? And how you know uh, Riley Hale, you know Christian Slater, there is tried to get a different position right. and he was told he doesn't have enough experience. Now, he's a captain. Right. And he's a he's a, a cap- major, I think. Major. Yeah, Travolta's a major and Slater is thank you. It's <laughs> a captain. And you know, it's not like Christian Slater is 20 years younger than John Travolta. No. I mean, he's a little bit younger, but he's a captain. Of course. I mean, <laughs> you get your signals you're, crossed you're gonna, now. Yeah, you're going to hate this. I already hate it. Yeah. I, I do hate it. But, you know, you know there, there's an interesting thing about the whole Vic and Riley, if I'm saying those names right, yeah. thing. Yeah. Have we established, like, the trailer says that they're best they're friends. They're best friends. Right? But have we established that in the movie? Well, they I, seem adversarial in the beginning. Well, I know. I mean, yeah. barring the boxing match. I know that when I want to show you guys that I care about you, I hit you. You've <laughs> consistently. And you tell me to watch your shoulders instead of your hands. Right. Because I don't know where it's coming from. And there's 20 bucks between us. I mean, yeah, well, absolutely. Well, you do owe me a Sunday. So right. Yeah, yeah clearly. I won't air our dirty laundry on this, on this <laughs> program. But, <laughs> but, I mean, it, for me, it felt like there there seemed like a, a big adversarial thing there. I mean the trailer makes it out like they're best friends. Well I think it's I think it's the idea of the older man and the younger man and they have a <laughs> a rivalry. <laughs> phrasing. And they have a you know and they have a bond and, you know, it says even in the trailer, you know, that they're always competing or whatever. Right. right. You know, after okay. you know, Riley makes that incredible maneuver in the oh, desert. right. You know, uh, yeah. Vic, Vic Deacons. Oh, of course, um, Vic. Oh, you mean the maneuver when he flew the airplane? Oh, wait, wait a minute. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, when he flies the airplane through the desert. And he goes, you know, that's... Uh, that's what you do. You know, that, that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's almost as good as me. Oh, my God. God. You know, so there, there's that kind of competitive... 
edge, I guess, between the two of them where, you okay. know, the slightly older man and the, you know, but he's a captain. I mean, I mean, what was the hierarchy in the military? Isn't it captain then major? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Is I, mean, I mean, there's like lieutenants in there. There's colonels. Oh, yeah. It's like first, it's like second lieutenant, first lieutenant, right? Something like and that. And then, then captain I'll, is I'll after lieutenant. A, I'll, I'll take a look at and that And I think quick. major. I don't think there's a lieutenant major. Like, there's no, a colonel. There's, I, think I think you're right. Captain yeah, that struck major. me funny when they said it, too. I'm like, why the hell are you taking orders from him? So, oh, you know, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> yeah, if he was like a corporal... <laughs> And he was, you know, another 15 years younger. That would make more sense. I could understand this, but, you know, the, I don't know. I don't either. I The, the whole, the whole okay. setup to me was shit. And so, then well, it, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, here we go. We have, we, this, is, this is the Air Force ranking structure. Okay. So it starts off with Airman Basic. Okay. And then continues on to, I mean, chief master sergeants and so forth. Now, here we are. Okay, so when we're an officer, from what I can see here, we have second lieutenant, first lieutenant, captain. Yep. Major. Oh. Uh, lieutenant colonel, colonel. 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 Brigadier general. Right, then you get into the general ranks. Right. right. So, I mean, captain's pretty... And he mentions that he's like, well, I haven't made colonel yet. Right. So that right. is the one right. step up. Well, that's okay. what I mean. So they're, so they're right. both... Right. They're pretty high up. Well, right. And and they're one rank apart, and they're commiserating like they're in a kitchen, you know, and just talking about this. So, you know, and then Travolta says, you know, you're going, you're going for life, aren't you? <laughs> you know, and thank you. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, and, and Riley Hale, of course, is well, as long as they'll have me. Oh, God. You know, and then, and then, you know, what I saw as a consistent theme in the movie was, um, you know, there, there's the evil gaze of Vic Deacons. Course. And it's an evil zoom in, and, and the light gets a little darker. It becomes like an amber hue. Right. It, it looks a lot like uh, what they do with tombs. And there was an X-Files. alternating close-up. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah well, that was yeah. it too. Like there were a couple times where that was like comfortable. There's a note, then another note, and it's like a crescendo oh. of single notes, and each time it's a cut to another yeah. close-up, 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 close-up. But at this time, it's just this. Uh, you know, close up of evil Vic Deacons and the Amber Hue, and uh, and then you know we we know that something's bad is going to happen. So and they don't even build the suspense. Like within two or three frames later, he's Boom. pulling a gun well, on see, Hill. Now, see, I don't have a problem with that because you know, unlike everything else in this movie, which is explained, you know, they use military terms and then they have a dumber characters say what it means. <laughs> right, right. Like, you know, RTB. Oh, God. Yes, sir, we'll yeah. return to base. What, oh. what, well, then just say return to base. Right, right. Either, either you, you know, either you do it or you don't. A, a good example of that, we'll go back to David Mamet for a minute. Um, no, that's not David Mamet's music. <laughs> stop, stop. It's not David Mamet's music. Yeah, but Travolta liked David Mamet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, David Mamet. But in, in, in David Mamet's movie, Spartan, the, it's, it's a very, it's a very understated movie. There's, you know, there's a lot of things that aren't necessarily explained. And the characters talk to each other in a very specific kind of language. 
and Mamma is, of course, known for language, but the characters in that world, they speak in a certain language, and they don't explain things. And I'm okay with that. If the characters understand what's going on, and the plot is, you know, makes enough sense, you'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. But don't tell, don't say to me, RTD, and then have Howie Long or someone of his equivalents go, yeah, we'll return to base. Can can we just talk about Howie Long for a minute? No, we're we're not even really to Howie Long. Well, we don't have a Howie Long theme song. We're still in the cockpit. We're still in the cockpit. So anyway, so evil... John Travolta. And so he asks... Now, he asks Riley that shouldn't what they're... He goes, shouldn't that be on the port side? Which means that the plane should be flying in the complete opposite direction. direction. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're right on that. I I think you're right. (laughs) So then Slater looks out the window, and in the reflection, he sees... In the the giant cockpit. In the cockpit, he sees Vic Deacons. Oh, yeah. He sees him pull this, like, huge handgun out of his jumpsuit, which no one saw. <laughs> That's another recurring theme in this movie, too. Giant handguns. handguns. Not like a little Walther PP, no. you know, that you know that, that a lady might be able to carry in her purse, no. or, or a Derringer that you could fit in a pocket. That's the John Woo style, though. Well, right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like deagles. We're talking like deagles <laughs> that fit in flight suits. <laughs> and like stretch pants. Yeah. And he pulls this gun out, and then this big fight in Ensues and it like it wants to be a wushu martial arts movie, but it's two goofy white guys right. who can't really act in a cockpit. <laughs> and so then you know one of them ejects, and then you know the nuclear warheads, which like, are for- real, they he forces the one guy to eject, right? Yeah. And then know. the other ejection, she goes after the canopy is already open. Well, but see that that's the thing too. Like the one side was open, but then conveniently his side's open too. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> the way that they shot those ejections too was quite comical. You just see him like blow the fuck out and just like fly in the wind for well, hundred feet off the well, ground. Well, that brings me, yeah. So that brings me to my next point that I wrote down. So you guys didn't take notes on this one. I didn't. I um, couldn't. You know, at, at Mach point seven five. So we're at the ascending oh. crescendo of dueling close-ups. We covered that. The uh, the bad guys. So Vic Deacons is of course in cahoots with a team of people. And this shadowy group, of course, becomes revealed over time. I, I really enjoyed the giant nipple light where they told him where to yeah. go. That was amazing. I mean, that was a huge boob of light. Right, right. I appreciated that. It's great. But, Rob, you, you, you kind of beat me to it. I, I like how not only were they flying at, what, 200 feet, uh-huh. 100, feet. 100 feet. I like how they ejected yeah. at 100 feet. <laughs> <laughs> and I was fine. At, at Mach point right. seven five. Right, and, right. Now, which is not as fast as Airwolf. <laughs> right. I, I would like oh. to point that out. Now, I, I don't know the first thing about flying. <laughs> I don't know anything about mechanics. You know, when I was briefly considering going to the Marines, they told me I could do anything except repair. You can do whatever you want. You can't repair things, okay? So I don't know anything about flying. I don't know anything about mechanical stuff, okay? What I do know, though, is that 100 feet is below flight deck. I'm going to throw that out there and go ahead and assume that. Oh, yeah. You're not basing that on Top Gun's flight deck, right? Uh, no, 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 no. No, no okay. Broken Arrow's this, flight deck. Yeah, well, Broken Arrow's flight deck is much, uh, yeah. much well, bigger. Truth be told, I mean, there have, there have been situations, I've seen videos of air shows where, you know, pilots have a malfunction and they eject from a couple 
hundred feet off the ground, but generally those planes are falling or yeah. under or not under power at point at Mach point seven five. Well, right, I understand, and I mean, you know, if it's if it's the only shot you have at surviving, <laughs> sure, I understand that you're willfully flying <laughs> as tall as like a three story house. Like, yeah. I don't, I, 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 I don't know, right, no. and and yeah. Oh, I I don't know. The- so they eject. <laughs> they eject. Plane crashes. Does he unload the he unloads the bombs first? Yeah, the though, payloads right? are before he blows up. Right, the, right, the right. B, okay. The, the, the warheads. Three. Now two two warheads, mind you. Right. Now he he's only cares about one. Right, only one. Only one. We'll or- get to that later. So you're you're yeah. you're jumping ahead again. Okay. So, you know, so now and this this movie. Has no sense of time, no. Either. I mean, there's no time. Like this is a movie where someone is making eggs, <laughs> and then you know a plane goes transatlantic. Yep. And as the plane lands, the eggs are almost done. <laughs> right. Like that's how nonsensical the time is in yeah, this movie. I, I totally agree with that. And uh, it's, it's. I mean, it's just nonsense. And so then. <laughs> Temporal anomalies. You know, yeah. so then they find the warheads, <laughs> um, and they report a broken arrow, mm. which is completely the wrong term for... Uh, broken arrow does not actually mean stolen warhead. It means, like, an inoperable warhead, I think. It's something like that. It means missing. Yeah, it's the wrong missing term. No. You know, and... <sighs> so then... We also have to be introduced to the only female in the entire movie. Yep. Um, park ranger Terry Carmichael, who was not played by Holly Berry, who was told that there are no black park rangers. <laughs> in an interview on Parkinson's, Holly Berry oh, recalled yeah. that the producers okay. turned her down for the role because there are no black park rangers. That's horrible. Like wow. Well, in Utah, apparently that's true. I I don't. But, <laughs> well, maybe well, it's Utah. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, come on, folks. It's the fucking nineties. Let's let's. Uh, yeah, th- I'm sure there was some black park rangers hanging around Utah. Well, where time. where were they? Well, I don't know. Apparently this apparently this apparently, is an accurate. Yeah, movie right, right. Because I mean, you know. So so to, to sit back for a moment. Broken Arrow refers to an accidental event that involves nuclear weapons, warheads, or components. Right. But which does not create the risk of nuclear war. Right. Well, but this one did. Obviously. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. You know. So, anyways, uh, so the park ranger, she shows up and she wants to beat this guy up that's in a flight suit. You know, he speaks perfect English. He's not trying to fight her. It's not Russian. No, she knows like some form of some form of like park taekwondo. You know, they have this fight. Park Ranger Gunfu. You know, Gun and, uh, <laughs> you know, pretty soon, you know, Ooh. after Ooh. after they, like, kind of kick each other in the butt a couple times, and and he takes the gun from her, but then gives it back to her. That means that he's trustworthy, of course. And uh, so then she's, she's sold. Yeah, right. You know, everything is fine. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, so then we're introduced to the rest of the bad guys, and, of course... Half the people that are going after the warhead are bad. And then, you know, they all meet up with Vic Deacons. And, uh, <laughs> and he's smoking a cigarette again. Well, of surprise, course he is. surprise. In, in a turtleneck. In a turtleneck. 
turtleneck. Yeah, he changes oh, into the turtleneck. I mean, that, that turtleneck. I just that he wears it through the rest of the movie, doesn't he? Pretty much. I yeah, think, I think so, he does. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. he does. Yeah, that was pretty. It's awful. Well, I mean, turtlenecks are awful. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't suit John Travolta. There's no reason for turtleneck. He doesn't have a nice neck as it is. No, is that chin of his? No. Yeah, the chin. Oh. I can't tell if it's supposed to. Uh, you're supposed to put like an ash out in it, right? Yeah. Well, it's his ashtray. That's where he holds his. Uh, right? oh, very good. That makes right. sense. Right. Right. That makes sense. So, when we're introduced to the other bad guys, there's like the main guy who's the buyer, right? Uh, Pritchett. Pritchett. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Pritchett. Yeah, Pritchett. And so uh, the operations financier. We don't know where Vic Deacons and. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna let this one soak in for a minute. Yeah. Uh, you know, so Pritchett is in here now. Uh, we don't know where he's from, who he represents, how Vic Deacons met him. You know, I mean, who, what is the purpose here? You know, apparently they plan to blackmail our government. Um, so, you know, I, I give them credit for that. You know, there is at least a little bit of originality in that. In, in, you know, they're not threatening to blow up Canada. You know, they're not threatening to do something to start a war. Right. They're threatening to blow up a populace here in America. So that at least is interesting. But we don't know where Pritchett's from, who he represents, what the point is. Right. Um, but he, he gave, he gave me know. no... No sense of extreme evil. No, he just cries a lot. Yeah. He jumps up and down <laughs> yeah. and he flails I'm his like, arms and is like, you know, he's like a hypochondriac of, you know, war criminals. Right. Um, I, I don't... <sighs> I don't know if that was the best casting choice. I don't know that guy's name. I've seen him in other Bob things. Gunn. Is it? Yeah, okay. He also is great in, you know, The Glimmer Man. That's I believe, right. I believe he's in The Glimmer Man. That's right. I've far, seen him in a bunch of different far, movies. Oh, yeah, he's, he's been around. Yeah, yeah. Far superior movie, The Glimmer Man, regardless. Right. He's uh, Chief George Earl in Demolition Man. Okay. Another far superior movie. Right, right. He's the warden in oh, The Shawshank Redemption. Okay, yeah, that's where I remembered him from. The warden yeah. Shawshank, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but... He just, he gave me no, like, I wasn't, wow, Howie Long was scarier than him in this movie, in terms of evil. Um, and and that's, that that's, you, okay. that's fucking saying something. You know what I yeah, mean? I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're saying there. No, I, I don't. <laughs> no, no, I, no. Howie Long's character was written more eviler than the eviler. Eviler? Uh, eviler. eviler. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was written more evilly than Pritchett was. I don't think the money man was meant to be evil. I think he was supposed to be kind of like whiny, like, why isn't this working out the way I wanted well, to? Was. You know what I mean? Oh, well, he nailed that. I, I would just think that the, uh, the mastermind, well, I guess... Travolta, Deacon's character, is always going to be the mastermind. <laughs> but um, Deke, uh, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, Pritchett was useless. It's just like a pawn, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's just a pawn. Fodder, exactly. Fodder. Um, um, so, so we meet the team. The team. Yeah, we yeah we meet the team, and then what happens with Hale? They 
It was a car chase. Oh, well, right. Well, no, no, they... Oh, the Nest Team. Then, well, no, the Nest Team's on route. Right, The Nest Team is the nuclear... Emergency search team. Emergency service team. Right, right. And so then the Ranger, her truck is like five miles away. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, she just parked the truck in the middle of the night. And they walked down two minutes. And then conveniently... The nukes, you know, there's a two, the two Humvee caravan here mm-hmm. with, you know, Howie Long, Vic Deacons, you know, Pritchett, you know, the bad guys, all the bad guys. Right. And. <laughs> yeah. Wait for it. Okay. And so, <laughs> so miraculously, they're going down the exact path that uh, Hale and the park ranger are are able to be at. And so then he jumps on to the Humvee and he tells her, you're just a park ranger. <laughs> you're not black, but you're just, <laughs> right. a, park just a park ranger. You're not Holly Berry either. Yeah, it was, uh, and so black. go back and get to the phone. But she, of course, she can't do that. Right. And um, so then this whole thing happens. And the gunshot, the magic gunshot, is before this, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They right. find them. They hear oh, something, dear. whatever. So the a helicopter goes after them, and he puts around from her. What is it like a forty-four? Does she have a forty-seven? She's got a she's got a hand cannon, <laughs> and he he makes he basically put, he he repeats the shot that killed JFK, right. <laughs> And he, he shoots this guy through these rocks in a helicopter. Through the windshield. Three, what, through four, the windshield shots? four shots? Four shots. Yeah. And just, I mean, just takes oh, care of business. Man. Helicopter goes down. Yeah, helicopter goes down. Very then, John Woo. And then they jump, you know, they jump onto the uh, Humvees and they take the one over with the warheads and mm. and all that kind of thing. There's the whole gun foo thing. There's the gun foo thing. Gun foo. Yeah, and then. They get to what the mine, right? Basically, the they, they, mine, yeah. they just shoot a little bit of a gunfight and right. some fire. And Christian Slater learned how to, you know, set gasoline on fire in Trent, New Jersey. <laughs> we find that out, and that's important. Oh, um, boy. And then we get to the mine, right? <laughs> yep. And uh, so the mine. Now I beat Slater to it. I said, "Why is there such a new lock on this mine?" And then he immediately asked it after I said it, so I'm going to take credit for that. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so then they're in the mine, and then there's a shootout, and... Uh, Deke shows up. Well, right. Faster. Um, <laughs> Soak it in. Why are you smoking, Dick? Why don't you put the cigarettes down? I can knock out the I can knock out the new with just putting in the code one 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 enter. Oh. So is so is this the case with all of these um, kind of movies? Inevitably, it comes down to a calculator. Okay? Yes. Right. And so Hale is saying to uh, our park ranger, 
that I can nullify the nukes by just inputting gibberish codes. Wrong code. And, three times. Uh, three times. So it was the precursor to the iPhone. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so you enter it three times and it locks it out. You. But they should just let that play. Okay. But Deke <laughs> has uh, he's thought of this. Of course he is. So by just tapping in random numbers, you actually arm the nuke. So one of these nukes is armed and set to go, and there's a gunfight, and there's some grenades that happen, yeah. and there's more mention of the $20 bill. Oh, God. And, and that's right, and he found the $20 he bill did. in yeah, the he rock, did. too. He yeah. did. Because Hale goes, I'm going to get you, you son of a bitch, or whatever yeah. it is, and he puts a $20 bill under a rock in the desert that Deacon finds. Oh, yeah. He finds that bill. So then they're talking through this rubble and all this other stuff, and there's a little bit more of an explosion. And then... They, uh... Yeah, I can't. I can't. Talk right now. I have to. Oh. Uh, I, I, no, I, I can't. I so, can't. you know, after the... So basically the mine sequence happens, and yeah. our our white park ranger and uh, Riley Hale, they uh, they get out through an emergency exit. And, the water, right? Yeah, through the water, right? Through this kind of, like, cave that's, you know... I don't know, Stalactites and stalactites. And then they, like, pop out, they get dumped out into this lake, and then it's like we're going to the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. Exactly. And they get on the the shore, and she's freezing. Right. She's freezing, so he, like, wraps his arm around her boobs. Of course he does. And Mm. he's just like, no, it's okay, you're not, you know. And and then the explosion happens. Yeah. So the nuke goes off, and it goes off underground, Uh and, uh, you know... So the Nest team has caught up to, uh... You know who. You know who. So we know Dude. who they've caught up to. So, <laughs> and at this point, he's killed Pritchett at this point, which is one of the better shots. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was good. Because Pritchett's still just... Dah, 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 and then he just hits him with, like, a bar across the throat. Right. It's brilliant. So the Nest team, who are not, like, in hazmat suits or anything, they're just in, like... A helicopter. Well, they're in something, yeah. And, uh, you know, so this bomb goes off, this nuclear warhead <laughs> oh, goes yeah. off underground. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, everything shakes, and, you know, the uh, the base mm-hmm. where Delroy Lindo's at and everything, yep. they, they, you know, they do like an episode of Star Trek when they're getting hit by, you know, like the Klingons. The right, phasers. right. They're all literally just kind of, you know, doing, doing the shuffle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then the Nest helicopter starts fritzing out. Right. And, um, <laughs> uh, you know, so the magnetic pulse oh, God, yeah. takes out the chopper system. Yeah. And then the shockwave blows the chopper up. Mm-hmm. But there's a problem with that. Okay. And now for our fact-checking session, here's <laughs> Rob Mikowski. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Do, do, do you want Deacon's theme? Yeah, I'll, I'll have Deacon's right, team yeah, right Yeah, we'll give you Deacon's team. Yeah, I'll need Deacon's team. So, the problem with the... Because he meant Deacon. Okay. Wait for it. Okay. It's my song. De- oh, my God. <laughs> Deacon actually mentions to... I think he mentions well, Howie Long, right? He mentions Howie to Long. Howie. He says, Howie. you know, shut down all your electronic equipment. So, he's anticipating this, quote-unquote, EMP pulse, the oh electromagnetic God, EMP. pulse. <laughs> so, here, here's where the problem is, folks. 
when a nuclear detonation is set off underground, there's no MP gen- EMP generated. And EMP is generated when a nuclear weapon is air-bursted. Yes. Because it sends out gamma rays in the atmosphere, and that's what sends out the EMP pulse. Does not happen when a uh, nuclear device is detonated underground. So that's where the movie lost me. And, and it's well, actually, oh, well, yeah, lost me with there. The, so we made there. it. We made it halfway, and he oh, was yeah. intrigued. I mean, it lost me with the B three. You want to know where I lost me? <laughs> the boxing scene. Right there. Okay. Right there. Right at, there. At that's right there. That's when it lost me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and this is where we where we find Howie Long's real uh, real purpose in this movie. Mm. Uh, Howie Long's purpose is to spell out what just happened <laughs> that another character has has said. So John Travolta there, Vic Deacons. Oh yeah. Um, Let me tell you about Vic. Yeah. Tell me about Vic. So he says, you know, what does he say? Like the, the, um, the EMP took care of it or something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Howie Long goes, son of a bitch, the magnetic pulse took out the chopper. Yeah. Shockwave took out the chopper. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 just, he just, he just, he says shockwave or whatever. Yeah. And he, he just, he, he just regurgitates what someone said in a in an adult fashion right well, yeah, chucks. yeah he, just, he, does. Please, he does don't sully it and then <laughs> and then of course we cut back to the beach mm. and you know our our park ranger is worried that she's cold terry carmichael park ranger terry carmichael she worries that she's cold because she's suffering from radiation <laughs> So, you know, she got spit out of this, you know, this this stream, out of this cave, and, you know, she avoided the Hiroshima blast underground, Mm -hmm. and she's afraid that she's cold because she's dying of radiation poisoning. And, uh, you know, Riley, Captain Mm -hmm. Hale, who clearly, uh, part of his studies were, you know, nuclear physics. Mm Mm-hmm. Says that no, no. Look, look. You see the butterflies above the, the lake. Butterflies oh. means no radiation. Everything's fine. Right. That's in the manual. He actually it's says that, cover. He actually yeah. says that in the manual for the nuclear warheads, butterflies mean everything's a okay. Oh my. Oh god. That, I that, can't even. That line. And what about that shot leading up to that, where the monarch was in the corner? Right, floating. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. the yeah. butterfly effect. And then you had the whole. Then you had the whole fleet yeah. of them. Yeah, and you know, but those are like more like moths, aren't they? Those are. Like I the think white. so. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't, don't matter. I, that was the stupidest line I think in the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. After, you know, I think, I think after you "Ain't right. It Cool," I really hated "Ain't It Cool," but oh. I'm jumping ahead again. Yeah, you're jumping yeah, ahead again. Jumping ahead. It's all oh. "Ain't It Cool." "Ain't It Cool." I mean, it. Yeah. You know. So everything's all right, and then, you know, the SS life jacket, right? That's my next note here. They, they, oh, they, well, she doesn't have her jacket on, and then the next shot, she does have the jacket That's on. right. I did, yeah, yeah. yeah I, so. I did notice that. I don't know. I, I, did she have it tied around her waist, maybe? I no, that's know. the time thing again. Right, well, great. Temporal she had it in her hand, I think, and then the next scene she put it back on when it was sopping right, disgustingly shot, right. wet. Yeah. So then they're hiding in the reeds, and you know, um, oh yeah, the reeds, and then 
He sees them. You know, he, he, he smells he Captain smells Hale. Stink. He smells Captain Hale. He knows. But nothing happens. They're loading the warhead. You know, and uh, Captain Hale and Park Ranger Terry Carmichael are on the SS life jacket. And, and, and she, she does it, too, though. She's guilty of Captain Obvious, too. Because, you know, oh, yeah. as they're approaching, you know, there's the pontoon boat, the SS mm. life jacket. And uh, then there's two males. There's two men there. Right. And she says, looks like there's two of them. <laughs> I do remember that. That was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a wide shot with two people. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. And, um... So then, cool. Christian, they're, they're on the boat. Slater right? says, "Get off the boat!" Well, yeah, they're on the boat, and he says, "Get off the boat!" And he rolls over. He does like a barrel roll. He does right like off. a Titanic, you know, like Leo at the, the end, Navy Seals, like uh-huh. off of the, off of the, you know, off the the, the flotsam. Mm-hmm. He rolls off the pontoon, and what does she do? She hides under the blanket, and nobody knows anything. That's they load right. a nuclear dipped warhead. Mm-hmm. Onto this pontoon, and they so, drive that boat for a while. They do, they do. I thought he was going to swim after it, but he realized better. And uh, and then this is where they kind of realize that the powers that be realize that he's not uh, bad, that Hale's not bad, that it's actually. Uh, oh yeah, well, thank you. Well, yeah, we, we realize that it's him. And this is where uh, you know. <laughs> Frank Whaley comes into play here oh, a little Frank. bit. He spends Frank. most of this movie on a plane. He's like, what is he, like the president's main aide or something like right. that? Right, right. I don't right. think it's really ever explained what he is. Giles Prentice. Yeah, he's yeah, he's like a, an advisor to the... Well, what he really is is John Cusack's forehead double. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I, he yeah he's some kind of advisor, and he wants to tell the truth. Right. You know, he wants to be honest about things, and then he realizes something happened. So then they rescue Hale, and then they go to the risk board, right? They go to, like, the risk map. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, the risk map, and uh. then they realize, of course, that it's got to be on a train. So then we're to the train. Yeah, the train. With the warheads. What? Vic. Oh my god. What? Deacons. Deacons. Oh. We're going to have to use this on our next episode. It's brilliant. Yeah, the train. Right. Oh, the train that goes like two miles an hour in one scene and then 40 in another. And has. it, It didn't even look like it was a long train. Like mm. four cars on it. Yeah, like four or five cars. And okay. okay. What was it carrying? I don't even. I don't even think it was ever mentioned. An engine, two box cars, and a flat car with a helicopter on it. That's about what yeah, I saw. Right. Right, I mean, right. Right. So he has the helicopter on it, and then they kill the conducting crew. Yeah. They kill the conductor. Yeah, that's mentioned. Yeah. But he's got the helicopter on it. <laughs> like, don't. Don't you want to just get in the? Freaking helicopter. And whose helicopter is it? Oh, well. <laughs> you know. Vic. Vegans. Dick. You know, we have. <laughs> Let's go let it play for a second. It's great. But we, haven't, we haven't addressed the situation where Park Ranger is in the boat. Terry Carmichael. Terry, Terry Carmichael. Carmichael. Not Black. 
Not black. Not not black. Halle, Halle right. Berry Park They're Rangers. In the black Park Rangers. There's no black Park Rangers in Utah. But she's in the boat and she, she's hiding under the tarp or blanket right. or whatever. Right. And the right. boat is got all the bad guys on it, including you know. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> we know. <laughs> So but how I, like come she's on. on the boat, right? Four, yeah, four guys, and I can get that they're probably going pretty fast on that boat, but you're not going to notice a tarp moving with. But that's the thing; there, it's never explained. She's like on it, and then boom, she's just here now. Right. Well, and she's the, moving and she's under moving. it, like yeah, she's yeah. moving right. as they're walking. walking. To right, exactly. Her. <laughs> it's never shown. Oh. It's never shown how she got out of the boat. It's hard. How she avoided getting spotted. It is absolute just. Well, because then she's at a dirt road, and then she jumps on the truck, and then somehow there's the train. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. Uh, that is how that worked. I don't. Know. I don't. So I, then there's all these like train conversations between bad guys and a couple bad guys dying, um, and then. Who is it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's we there. Know. We know he's there. And then Delroy Lindo shows up. Delroy. And he gets blown away. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, he gets blown Although away. There, wait. Was, there's that scene, though, with the chopper blade. Well, you, well, right. But Christ, before that, so Christian Slater, his, uh, his balding stunt double, <laughs> jumps, oh, yeah, yeah. jumps yeah. out of the helicopter. Yeah. John Higher Mustafa. up clearly than yep. the B three bomber was earlier. In the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lands perfectly <laughs> on the train amazing. on a moving train. John Woo yeah. style. Oh, and uh, then Delroy Lindo takes over and starts shooting and gets shot pretty bad. Shot a couple Fuck. times. Yeah. And then the the helicopter crashes and blows up. And Howie Long doesn't realize where the tunnel starts, and so right. he loses his gun. Right, uh, you know, but doesn't lose his he doesn't lose his grip. Well, I'm surprised that he didn't say, "Oh my goodness, that was the tunnel." Right. I mean, that was what I was. <laughs> or, oh my god, I lost my gun. For oh consistency, my god. you know. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, my god. Oh my god. No, we have to wait for Howie to die. Um. So yeah, and then the, the, the helicopter rotator, the the, the blade. Yeah. Though, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you're gonna watch the movie, just watch that scene. No, don't don't watch the movie. No, don't watch the movie. Don't watch the movie. But Fast listen. forward to about the 75-minute mark. And you'll hear this. <laughs> Inevitably. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think that that was probably one of the best um, effects in the movie. That was a good one. Yeah. That was one of the only I, I, good I think ones. so. Because, I mean, all of those explosions were hammy as hell. Did you see the one where the helicopter, in the very beginning, the helicopter was on the when he, when he when he did the magic shot, uh-huh. right? And the helicopter sitting on the edge of the cliff, and you could clearly see the explosion that was supposed to be the helicopter looked like it was 10, 20 yards behind it, okay. beyond the cliff. Yeah. Very John Woo style. Right, right. Very John Woo style. And this movie had a, a very big budget. $55 million. $55 million. In 96. In 96. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it made like $170 million. Box office $150 million between that domestic, I, that the foreign and domestic. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, I mean, I guess I guess John Woo. I guess the appeal of John Woo. In 96, though? I mean, do sure, you think yeah. people were oh, like... Yeah. yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. You think they were I, hip to John Woo? Because I, I don't think yeah. I was hip to John Woo in 96. Of course, I was 11. Right. right. Well, there you go. Right. I, mean, I was but, hip to John Woo in, in 96. I, I've seen multiple 
John Woo movies. Aaron's seen a lot of very good John Woo movies. And, uh, a Better Tomorrow well, is, is a great one. That's the one for me. A Better um, Tomorrow is the one. For that's me. a great movie. And and even I, he did a couple others. Did didn't he do Crouching Tiger? Did you Crouching Tiger? Was that no, 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 no? That was somebody else. That's Ang Lee or something like yeah, that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Woo's done a lot of really good movies. He's done you know not so great movies, but his Hong Kong oh, movies yeah. are 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 specifically better. But you can see in this movie a whole ton of his influence, especially with the shootout scenes. Yeah, but it's so poorly done. It it's is. So, no, it's I, like one step behind all the time. I think, I think what it is is you used you used American English actors, you know, John Travolta and, and Christian Slater, to try and emulate things that he's done in other movies. And they just, I don't think they can... It just it's, it doesn't look right. Well, it's to a have different doing sensibility. It. So, right. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's terrible. It's <laughs> just yeah, it really is. It's really bad. And so then they're on the on the train, and the the girl park ranger Terry Carmichael, <laughs> she confronts. Oh, you know, you're a little slow this time. I know. But I and, like to build uh, so, so then, that's where we get to what was the most interesting part of the movie. Yeah, me. yeah, I agree. This the is... nucleorotica. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I, I actually like opened my eyes again at this scene because well, I was. And, you know, so before was, this, was that my nucleorotica? Before, before yes. this, yes. she's I able to. Before this, she's able to throw. With pinpoint accuracy in a Navy SEAL, an ex Navy SEAL, uh, a, a ball peen hammer. Yeah, ball peen hammer, and just like hits him right in the temporal lobe. Mm hmm. Instantly cracking his skull. Right. And then. And killing him. And then, you know, oh, you stopped it. Oh, well. Started you know. again. And then. It comes in. And he. He does this really weird thing, like. Park Ranger Terry Carmichael again is like touched from behind. Yeah, yeah. And he starts taking his gun and putting it like into different parts of her body. Mm -hmm. Now, meanwhile, she's stuffed a giant revolver in her in the back of her pants. He's rubbing up against her and, and he doesn't, doesn't feel it. And he's like poking her with this gun in the breast and uh, in the, the mouth, uh, and he's like he's like licking the sweat off of her. Yeah, yeah. And not only that though, but she's into it. Yeah. She's like, oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, because her mouth is a gape. Oh. oh. He's like push the floor. Oh. And she does, and then all she's got to do is hit arm, and she hits cancel because she's got the stones. Oh, yeah. She's got the stones, and then she's got, like, a big wet spot in her pants. And then he, you know, what, he, like, hits her a couple times more, and this and that. That scene got me going, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, well, it was... It was, I, very, it was out of... It was weird. It was out of place. Yeah, it was weird, uh, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, okay, we get it, you know, you're trying to sexualize the whole, whole thing, and... Trying to make him look slimy and whatnot, but that that so, took it a little far for me. I'm like, okay, is this necessary? <coughs> well, I just it it, it that was makes just, nuclear weapons and calculators sexy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I want to play with a scientific American, though. I mean, <laughs> you know, and just hit the pie button over yeah. and over. But what was her line? What was her retort? Texas Instruments. Do it. Do it yourself. 
No, oh, yeah, something, yeah, something like, like, that. like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, you arm it. Yeah, like here's here she's basically done all but you know like nutting her panties and she's talking, <laughs> she's telling them do it yourself. Well, I guess that's like a theme then, isn't it? I mean, like, can can we actually say that that has a higher meaning? You know, like she's basically intimating that he he jerks off. He's he's getting oh, off oh, yeah. on his own ego. See, see, so see, so I I've totally I cracked this movie wide. Yeah, there you there go, is. there you go. We have to watch it again. Oh right no, now. no, 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 right no, now. no. Let's watch no, it again no, right now. No. The only reason I'd watch play it play that theme and the let's only watch it reason right now. I can't ever watch this movie again. Watch me again. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, so then what happens? And there's more gunfights. Yeah. And then more gunfu. Howie Long dies. He says, "I'm not ready to die." And then, like five seconds later, gets kicked no, out. No, but Howie, Howie, and Vic, right, get into a oh, scuffle. Right, right, right. right. Oh, now, yeah. well, right, because he rearms the, the, bomb, the bomb, but like five minutes to go. Right, right. And He's like, then, "What are you nuts?" Yeah, I, I'm not gonna. Sp- I'm not gonna wait for five minutes and fifteen minutes of real time to, <laughs> yeah, right. to detonate the movie. <laughs> oh man! And then yeah, he gets kicked out by a uh, Tarzanian kick from uh, from Christian Slater. Oh, and doesn't he announce his entrance too? Yes, yes. When he like. Grabs oh, the God. rope and swings into oh, the yeah, door. Oh, yeah, he says, incoming. Yeah. Yeah. Incoming. He says, in- incoming. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's just nonsense. Yeah. Why, yeah. Would you, why would you yell that? Mm. Why would you give yourself away? I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't clever. I didn't appreciate it. It didn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, I it mean, didn't like, exactly. I mean, we, we, we've been it's got to be a movie thing. We've been treated to nuclear erotica, and then... <laughs> and then... Cartoon, yeah, yeah cartoony I, Christian Slater kick. I don't know. Yeah. That's the point. But then, now, we have the final showdown. Right. Oh. Right. And, and we have a little flashback back to the beginning where Vic and Christian are getting ready to uh, square off in uh, a mano a mano. Now, Travolta, now, mind you, Christian Slater has a shotgun on Vic Deacons at this point. Right. Good point. Yeah, ready to hold, blow he, his head off. He he's holding the detonator. Yeah, he's holding and he, the detonator. And he doesn't, but he doesn't shoot. Right. And how much, like, is this when the timer officially starts? No, the timer's already the been timer's going. The timer's been going. So we have, what, about four minutes now? Roughly. And and Travolta's grand idea is look, drop your shotgun, let's go. Well, drop your shotgun because I can blow us up. Right, right. And then let's do this. Let's so do then, this. Of course, <laughs> and, and you know Rob wasn't sure what was going on. He's like, "Are we really going to box again?" And, then, mm-hmm. and that's where that's where Rob yeah, learned about foreshadowing. That's yeah, what we do. learned about foreshadowing. Yep. yep. And uh, I would never want that ability. Oh my god, it's got to be terrible. So we, yeah. it's got to be hard to watch a movie with with knowing that. Now, I mean, because you're a writer and you 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 know these things, you can see it. I just it would drive me bananas. Right, Terrible. right. It's got to be. And of course, Hale is now kicking the shit out of. Yeah, of course. He's never won yeah, before. He's never won. I mean, that's like exactly like what has basically been said is how he's never been able to beat. Hmm. Mm. Well, he's got something to fight for Sorry, now. Yeah, he, yeah, he's never been able to beat. You know, and and and, <laughs> Vic. and so Deacons. he's never been able to beat him. That's the only and man. then this time he just 
goes nuts. And and there's like not it's it's so one sided. It's yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not even like fun to watch. It's like because, he's been carrying him for all these right. years, you know. And he's Van Damming the shit out of him. <laughs> like I mean hard. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's not just boxing. Now he's throwing in kicks and shit, so um Oh, it's like K one at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's just all going over for him. it. Uh-huh. Um yeah, at, at that point I was kinda like, okay. Well, we know what's going to Yeah, happen. that's the part where it well, it's so typical of action yeah, movie, yeah. though. You know? No, no, it didn't lose me there. I just kind of said, okay, now now we're over the top again. And uh, and then, well, as uh, as any good John Woo movie should end, yeah. ends in, a, in an explosion. An explosion, yeah. Bye-bye. There's no, there's no more chance for... Okay. Vic to come back. No. no well, no, no. Doesn't, doesn't he get, like, rocketed out of the yeah. Well, yeah, the see, see, and again, like, like by his own ego, you know, he gets blown up, like, yeah. the, the uh, you know, the other nuke. Right. The disarmed nuke. Yeah, the disarmed nuke now, but it gets set off. Right. And we see the evil amber-colored zoom. Right. And he stands up and he, like, welcomes the penis-shaped object. <laughs> Kidding. No, but again, I'm telling you, the thing, do it yourself, all this yeah. other stuff. It's this whole, like, me, myself, and I, and I get myself off kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm Dog. telling you, and that's what it is. And then, you know, he, he gets thrown through the... Through the back of the train. You know, and then and, blow up. And oh, yeah. Train derails and explodes. Yeah, whatever. And, and then... And then... He gets burned to a crisp. Oh. And then this, this completely... Um, inane. St- I I still can't believe I actually saw that as the ending. I think that I, that was horrible. Now, okay, I, I get it. There's this budding romantic relationship between the two of them throughout the whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Was, okay, yeah, so great. Clear, yeah. yeah, yeah, so clear. <laughs> but you know, they're talking, um, and it's just it's understood. Like, yeah. okay. Well, they introduce themselves to each other finally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now he learns and her name. Hug. Learns her name. And he hug. learns her name. She gives him a hug. And uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose if you've gone through this many, you know, explosions <laughs> and jumps and tumbles and, and nuclear erotica. Nuclear. I mean, I suppose that after all of that, in like a twenty-four hour period, I guess you got. I guess you have to bang. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess. There, I mean, what else is well, there? Well, that's to a do given. That if you don't, you're just a, a cold. Yeah, I mean, you're just. You're just a, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like you know, and then you just miss your opportunities. Right. Well, yeah. I guess. I. I don't know. So so violence and I mean if it were me and and then it just ends yeah she's like hey this is my name and he pulls her hand into his chest and she goes you're still under arrest and he's like and then broken arrow and I mean you know and then our our hour and forty eight minutes of hell is over what nonsense I yeah no there's no better word I I can't I can't begin to tell you how just slow it moved for me uh, amidst all of these action sequences with explosions i i couldn't wait until 
Like, I, I was rooting for that ending when they got back on the train. I'm like, okay, fine. It's got to end here, right? No. Uh, yeah. That's terrible. There's so many nonsensical sequences that weren't needed. Remember when the, the, the couple in the beginning got shot in the tent? <laughs> yeah. What, what the fuck was the purpose? That's a good point. Uh, well, they were clearing up the well, park, Well, just I think, to show, right? like, the evil. The evilness? Like, I... Because I haven't seen it in so long, I thought that that ranger that shot the that couple was Frank Whaley. And I got completely confused. Well, who's Frank Whaley? The Giles Prentice, the, oh, the throwaway oh, John character. Cusack's forehead John double. John Cusack's right, forehead double. Oh, Frank. Forehead doubles. Mm. I don't know. The, it, the pacing seemed... It was off. Off. There's it's, so many things that aren't explained. It's, yeah, it's just not typical John Woo. It's technically inaccurate in so many different areas. Right. A lot of, I mean, from, there there wasn't much of a set, I don't think. I mean, I'm not a movie expert. I mean, I, I, I would defer to you guys more for, you know, well, your expertise in well, this. Well, think but. about it. I mean, the real, the main scenes were in the plane, at the base, in the desert, and on the train. Those were their four sets. And like the Pentagon scene. On the mine. And the mine, yeah. You know, I mean, I... I just think you look at, like, the plane, and you look at, you know, the command center that Delroy Lindo was in charge of, and it looks right. like a... It's a, so cartoon. Well, to be fair, too, I mean, this movie comes out in 96. Right. So they're actually filming it in 95, maybe right, even right. late 94. Uh, that's a good point. You know, yeah. I mean, so you're talking 20 years Twenty years ago. I mean, this movie, if it's made today, regardless of how terrible it was, a lot of that stuff is definitely going to look gonna better. Change, right, yeah. You know. CG. I can... You know, that doesn't even bother me. Um, what bothers me is that the movie's terrible. Um, that's what really bothers me. I don't... I You know... Well, here, here now here's a question. Can... Can we find a redeeming quality in here anywhere? Is there anything that can save this? Yeah, the nuclear erotica. <laughs> and that's it. Mm. Well, and, of course, the theme song. Yeah, right. And, right. And, and the helicopter chopper scene. We yeah. thought that was kind of cool. Okay, so we have we have nuclear erotica, you know, Deke's theme. <laughs> Deke's theme. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's not a redeeming quality. No, none of it's a redeeming choppers. quality. Nothing, but the chop, chopper's okay. I... I think that's cool. For an action movie, that's cool, because I, right. I don't think I've ever seen that done before. All right, well, let's watch the whole thing again so you Let, can let's, see that again. Let's, no, yeah, no, no. Well, that's what I mean. Um, it's not worth seeing more than once, if at all. No, never, never. Don't. So, couple, a uh, couple extra points about this movie. The review of this movie on Siskel and Ebert represents the only time in history where Roger, e Roger Ebert convinced Gene Siskel to change his mind about the final judgment of a movie. <laughs> Siskel originally gave this movie thumbs up, but Ebert gave the movie thumbs down and explained his reasoning. And Siskel changed his judgment to thumbs down. Siskel, on the other hand, had never successfully convinced Ebert to change his mind about a movie during an episode of their show, although Ebert had occasionally changed his own mind in print reviews. Uh, Christian Slater turned down a role in Assassins, one of Stallone's finest, oh, to work with director John Woo. Mm. Uh, to promote the movie, the, public the publicity unit sent sunglasses resembling the ones worn by Travolta to media outlets, and they had the Broken Arrow logo printed on the lower left lens. There's a logo? Um, Oliver Wood was considered to be the film's director of photography, but was unable to take the job due to the broken angle he ankle Excuse me, he sustained while shooting Cutthroat Island. More 
episodes. He was replaced by PD, Peter Levy, who had replaced him on Cutthroat Island, oh. and director John Woo picked Wood to shoot his next film, Face Off, which, yeah. if it hasn't been ripped apart so much, we would also be doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> during the final few blows of the last fist fight, Hale is punching and kicking, growls and roars of large cats can be heard. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Just like John Woo's first U.S. movie, Hard Target, with Jean-Claude Van Damme, oh. this film also suffered from similar problems with recuts forced by interference and rating problems caused by the MPAA. According to some sources, studio interference on this movie was even bigger than the one on Hard Target, so there may be a director's cut. Oh, jeez. Yeah. How scary is that? Director John Woo originally wanted Hale to die during the film. Yeah, me too. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, John Travolta and Frank Whaley appear in Pulp Fiction together in the big Kahuna Burger scene in yes. the beginning. Uh, in the mine, the weapon that Deacons uses is a Ruger AC-556K. Helen Hunt was offered to play white park ranger Terry Carmichael, but turned him down in favor of Twister. Oh, uh, good good job, uh, Helen. Good job. Wow. Like I said, these notes all on IMDb are giving us future episodes. Oh, dear. Uh, John Travolta formed a close friendship with John Woo. How fabulous is that? Of course. Howie Long's character was supposed to be killed off earlier, but Fox execs saw the dailies and liked his performance. <laughs> It, yeah, uh, Jennifer Aniston was considered for the role of white park ranger Terry Carmichael. Yeah. Uh, the deep, reverberant guitar solo in the recurring musical cue. Oh. Who did this, this genius cut? Grammy Award winner Dwayne Eddy. Oh, Dwayne. Thank you so much. John Woo's earlier cut, you might as well just let it play out. John Woo's earlier cut came in at the two hour mark and featured more character development and more violence. Uh, more the train violence. was actually filmed on the short line Montana Western, which of course is not in Utah or Colorado. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> there is no real rail company called National Regional. Christian Slater did almost all of his own stunts, except the ones that you can clearly see by a balding stuntman. Um, it was John Travolta's idea to play the Deacon's character as bigger than life. The armor estimated over 60,000 rounds of ammo were fired. Christian uh, Slater and John Travolta trained with former boxing champ Carlos Palomino. I don't yeah, know. I mean, just the list goes on with these incredible trivia facts. <laughs> I uh, oh, this movie. I uh, I'm I'm done. I I'm, I'm, uh, I'm done. I uh, I'm revolted by by this movie, and that it has such high praise by the the internet community. It does it has a 53 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which you know is is. That's average. Is even right. Six out of ten on IMDb. That's high though for IMDb, don't you think? Six. Yeah. Six out of ten. Like, no, not really. Nah, that's, that's, What's Metacritic have it at? Uh, that's a little bit higher too, actually. I think. Wow. Really? Yeah, Metacritic is at uh, sixty-one. That's that's a generally shame. favorable reviews. I don't. I don't know how you can <sighs> generally favorable. I don't even. Except for nuclear erotica scene, I, I can't. No. no. 
I don't. No. This I don't know. Is, All right. I'm. I, this, I'm the, done. I'm we need. Done. We need to end this episode so just like they ended the, the the movie where it just boom. You know. Yeah. I'm, right. I've never seen it in our so, before. I never so seen you it. know, we'll do that. Yeah. My name's Dustin Hummel. I'm Rob Bukowski. Play the music for me. <laughs> I'm Aaron Krager. And this has been Upcheck Theater's review of Broken Arrow. Thanks for listening. See you next time.